it state, uh, Popular Mechanics states that the Pentagon has off-world vehicles not made on this earth. And also, in, it made the headlines in a lot of different news outlets that the Pentagon, well, he, the Pentagon has already declassified some UFO videos taken by uh, some of our fighter pilots and they intend to release some more. So it's, it's kind of interesting, you know, before it used to be, um, you know, speculation and, and things like that, but now they're saying they actually have remnants or pieces of vehicles not made on this earth. And you wonder why are they starting to declassify these things now? Um, you know, what, what's the deal with that? Why now and why not 10 years ago? Um, it's possible, I, I think it's possible that they could be releasing these in expectations that this might become more normal in the future. And I'll explain here in a minute. Um, but you might be wondering, what the heck does, uh, whoops, whoops, there we go. You might be wondering, what the heck does this have to do with Bible study? You know, UFOs, uh, uh, aliens, or whatever. Um, Ezekiel chapter 1 actually talks about Ezekiel having an encounter with a so-called UFO, except it's not, um, um, you know, not, not like little green men came down and talked to him or anything like that. You'll see what happens. It's very interesting. Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 4, I'm just going to read through some of these verses rather quickly. And Ezekiel says, And I looked, and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud and a fire enfolding itself. And a brightness was about it, and out of the midst thereof as the color of amber, or polished bronze metallic material, out of the midst of fire. And also out of the midst thereof came the likeness of four living creatures, and this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. Okay? So, you know, when you look at this, there's this big cloud that Ezekiel sees up in the sky, and he sees this great fire enfolding around it, and he sees this metallic object inside of it. Um, you know, that's... Anybody ever watch that movie, Independence Day? You know, that's... This verse seems to remind me of uh, some of the scenes on there. Um, but so, so this is fascinating. He sees this. We, we don't know what it is. We don't know for sure it's a UFO. But as we get reading, it sure seems to fit a lot of the descriptions of what people say they've seen in the sky or what now our government is even releasing. Uh, fighter pilots chasing these things, seeing these things, uh, do all sorts of crazy stuff around them up in the sky, and so forth. Um, verse 13 of Ezekiel chapter 1, skipping on down, it says, As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, and like the appearance of lamps. It went up and down among the living creatures, and the fire was bright, and out of the fire went forth lightning. And the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of the as of a flash of lightning. So you know you see many of those videos. You know whether some of them are fake and some of them aren't. Uh, oftentimes you'll see these vehicles doing this kind of thing, and all of a sudden it goes like a flash of lightning. Um, this seems to be what Ezekiel was seeing. Uh, skipping on down to verse 17, and when they went, they went upon their four sides, and they turned not when they went. Okay, that's that's what fighter pilots describe these things. They don't even turn; they just go. You know, it's not like you can see them turning. They just they can go either you know any direction. Um, as for their rings, 
They were high, uh, they were so high that they were dreadful, and their rings were full of eyes round about them four. Okay, many people, uh, when they read this passage here, they believe that these eyes are actually windows around the ring, the round, around the craft. Uh, verse 19, and when the living creatures went, the wheels went by them. And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. So regardless of what Ezekiel is seeing here, he's just, again, he's describing what people see many times in these so-called UFO encounters. He's seeing these things land. He's seeing them take back up off of the, uh, off, off of the earth. He sees these wheels that are spinning uh, around by them. Um, that's probably the most common UFO sighting is people see the wheels, you know, these, they just spin, you know, those, the saucers, the flying saucers. Verse 20, it says, Whithersoever the spirit was to go, they went. Uh, thither was their spirit to go, and the wheels were lifted up against them, for the spirit of the living creature was in the wheels. So he sees these, he sees living beings inside of these things that he describes as wheels, or we would say saucers, okay? Verse 21, when those went, he's talking about these things flying, these went, and when those stood, these stood, and when those were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up over against them, for the spirit of the living creature was in the wheels. And the likeness of the firmament or the sky upon the heads of the living creature was, at, was as the color of the terrible crystal stretched forth over their heads above. And under the firmament were their uh, wings straight, one toward, it, uh, one toward the other. Every one had two, which covered on this side, and every one had two, which covered on that side, and their body. So again, what we're reading there is he's seeing something, and he doesn't know what it is. And he's just describing these vehicles, these UFOs. You know, he doesn't know what they are. They're unidentified to him. He's just describing what he's seeing. Um, and he's just trying to describe how they're moving, what they look like. Uh, it seems as though he might even be describing a mothership here with the wheels coming out of it and around it. Um, and when they went... Now check this out, this is fascinating. And when they went, these vehicles moving, I heard the noise of their wings like the noise of great waters as the voice of the Almighty, the voice of speech as the noise of an host. When they stood, they let down their wings. Okay, now it seems as though they are uh, at this point landing there right in front of him. And he hears this, this noise as though it's like waters rushing around him. Fascinating. And there was a voice from the firmament that was over their heads when they stood and they had let down their wings. And above the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness of a throne as the appearance of a sapphire stone. And upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness as the appearance of a man above upon it. So, again, he, he sees all these things that uh, he can't really identify. He sees them land. And then all of a sudden he sees this throne all of a sudden in view here over above all these these. these uh, Mysterious objects, and uh, and and someone sitting upon it that looks like a man. And I saw as I saw as the color of amber, that's your uh, highly metallic bronze or highly polished bronze metallic object, 
as the appearance of fire about within it, from the appearance of his loins even upward, and from the appearance of his loins even downward. And I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire, and it had brightness round about. As the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud in the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness round about this. Now check this out. This is what he describes his, this encounter as being. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell upon my face and I heard a voice of one that spake. So I mean, we're, talk, we're reading something that was thousands, uh, you know, thousands of years ago. And um, we're still, uh, people are still seeing mysterious objects in the sky here today. And again, our government has, says they actually have um, pieces of vehicles that were not made on this earth. So you put it together and you can probably understand what we're talking about here. We're talking about angelic beings, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you in a minute. Angelic beings, both good and bad, have this high technology, Okay. High technology. Um, verse 12, then, oh, I'm sorry. I wish I would have had the next verses on here, but if you read on to Ezekiel chapter 2, um, God himself actually starts talking to Ezekiel. So God himself comes out of this, out of these mysterious objects, comes off of his throne and talks to Ezekiel and gives him a message to give to the people. And then later on, after God spends some time uh, spends some time talking to Ezekiel, something else pretty spectacular happens. And if we skip over to Ezekiel three, chapter three, verse twelve, it says, "Then the Spirit took me up, and I and I heard behind me a voice of a great rushing, saying, Blessed be the glory of the Lord from His place.'" And I heard also the noise of the wings of the living creatures that touched one another and the noise of the wheels over against them and a noise of a great rushing. So Ezekiel here, I know this sounds really bizarre, but Ezekiel was actually abducted here, so to speak. He was taken aboard these crafts and he's going to be taken to another location. So he was by this river called Kibar. Uh, I skipped those verses, uh, the verses Ezekiel chapter uh, 1, verses 1 and 2. He was by this river, Kibar, and I think it was in uh, Babylon. And then he was t he's going to be taken somewhere else here in a minute. Uh, so the Spirit lifted me up and took me away, and I went in bitterness in the heat of my spirit, but the hand of the Lord was strong upon me. Then I came to them of the captivity of... Uh, Tel Aviv that dwelt by the river of Kibar, and I sat and I sat where they sat and remained there astonished among them seven days. So again, why would Ezekiel be so astonished that he, you know, for seven days? Because he saw these mysterious objects. He saw God Himself. He was lifted up onto these things, carried away from one location to another location, and there he is. Now, I don't have time to get into all the details of what the purpose of this was for, but you'll also find out in Ezekiel chapter 10 that uh, these vehicles were seen again, uh, landing and then leaving again. And they were not just any old vehicles, though. These ones were actually called the, uh, the hosts of the Almighty. This was... This was God's closest entourage of angels that were with him, and they used vehicles. I don't know why God uses vehicles, but he does. He doesn't have to, but there was a physical throne on there, and there were angels with him, 
And um, it appears as though they use very advanced technology to get about. Um, so when people wonder, what are these things? What, what's, what's the great mystery? Well, it was written about all along in the Bible. In fact, when you go through ancient history and you look at all these hieroglyphs and stuff, they're out, they're sh they show these things. They show these saucer disks with windows on them. Um, they even show depictions of some like demonic fallen angel type beings in, in, in these hieroglyphs. They've been here all along. They've been here to and fro. Uh, God, one time in the book of Job, asked Satan, um, had a meeting with Satan and said, where, where have you been, Satan? He says, I've been going to and fro from heaven to the earth. Why do you think he gets to and fro? He probably uses some kind of vehicle. Um, these vehicles are mentioned in, uh, in many places in the Bible. They're called the chariots of fire um, and so on. But anyways, actually, I think I have a couple other quick spots and then we'll will show something kind of interesting here of what, what this might be leading to. Uh, 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 11, it says, And it came to pass as they still went on and talked, that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder, and Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Okay, you know, remember Elijah never died. He was actually taken right to heaven. Um, here we have these chariots of fire again and a whirlwind. Um, Acts chapter 9 verse 3. We seem to have some other mysterious encounter here. And as he journeyed, the Apostle Paul, he came near Damascus and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. Okay, another common occurrence when people say they see these things. Again, a lot of people make this up, but there are some people I believe that are legitimate. Um, these, these lights that come out of these craft, you know, they, it's like a big spotlight on the person or whatever, um, and so on. This, this, the Apostle Paul, that's all he said was, I, I was, I was uh, journeying, I was walking, and all of a sudden, boom, this big light came from out of the sky on me. And then God gave him a message. Um, but but what, what does this mean for us? Is this just something fascinating? We want to just be a bunch of UFO weirdos and wear tinfoil hats and think this is really cool. No, this, this has to do with, this is important for biblical prophecy. You know, in Revelation chapter 12, verse 7, it says, And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. So we know there's a war going on up in heaven. And um, I believe that when Satan and his fallen angels are eventually defeated and cast to the earth. I believe that's when we may see these, these vehicles may just become common knowledge. We might understand what they are um, and so forth. Um, and it might play into part of the big deception, why many people will worship the Antichrist, because they'll look at these highly advanced uh, technological beings and look at them as the saviors of the world. They've, they can, um, you know, do all sorts of healings. They have all kinds of medicine, you name it. I mean, the world is, is well, totally, I mean, look at what they're doing now. They're bowing down before Marxists today. And um, you think, what happens, you know, when, when everybody's so, um, when their minds are so controlled today to the point where they're freaking out over COVID-19, 
um, which has a survival rate of 99.9%, by the way, and everybody's wearing masks, they're required to wear masks. What do you, I mean, if everybody's obeying and submitting now, what do you think is going to happen when you add some supernatural element into it? You've got Satan and his fallen angels, um, you know, displaying these spectacular views of these with, with uh, you know, showing off their, their um, fancy vehicles. And then everybody knows, oh, they've been with us all along. Oh, they've been, they've been waiting for us to reach this moment in time, you know. They, they, they knew that humanity was not ready for them. And, you know, you're going to hear all kinds of uh, crazy stuff, I have no doubt. Anyways, um, yeah, then it says, And the dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Okay, they got to get here somehow. Um, and I have no doubt that maybe some of the remnants of these vehicles that they're finding are part of some warfare that's going on. You know, how else? Why else have we had crashes supposedly, like in Roswell and other places? You know, why are they crashing? Is there is there just a? Are they just having a technical malfunction, or did they get shot out of the sky? I, we don't know that. We do know that um, um, there is an answer to all the mysterious things, and it's right here. It's in the Bible. It's been foretold all along. Um, anyways, do you guys have any questions or comments? It's fascinating. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention was in Genesis chapter 6, um, the fallen angels came before the flood of Noah, and they actually mated with women, and that's and um, they created hybrid, mixed, half human, half angelic beings that were called the uh, the giants. Goliath was one, Og, the king of Bashan, and all these other. I mean, this this is this is recorded in the Bible. These giants weren't just all of a sudden freaks of nature with uh, spectacular DNA. They were. They were hybrids, part fallen angel, part human. There's a whole movement, you know, the ancient alien, you know, there's a TV series and stuff, but there's a lot of people that that's like their religion. You know, they think that we were created by aliens and, and uh, all, the, all the hieroglyphics and stuff you were talking about. Uh, I've watched a few of the shows. They're pretty convincing. And I, I just think it's interesting that... <clears throat> one of two ways it could lead people away from God, which I'm sure a lot of it will, or the opposite. I mean, if people realize that there are scriptures about it. Um, but, yeah, I, mean, I don't even know what to think, really. It's just it's kind of bizarre. But. You know, most people, when they think of the Antichrist, they just think of, you know, a man possessed with the devil that, you know, is able to do all these great things. And I, and I think they're, they're, I think that's true, but they don't look at the other side of who's behind that man. Um, they don't, they don't, they don't realize that the fallen angels have a part to play in the end times as well. And, uh, you know, um, and I, and I think they've played a, a prominent role in history. I mean, again, when you look at a lot of Egyptian history, there's all kinds of weird stuff. They have all kinds of pictures of these. They call them the gods. You know, in the Bible, the fallen angels are called the gods, the gods from heaven, um, and, and so forth. So they weren't just statues 
They didn't just have these gods that were the figment of, figment of their imagination. They didn't just say, let's create an image of, some, of this god and worship him. Uh, most often it was something they had seen, you know, some physical being they had seen, and then they made an image to him, uh, image to that god. So I, I just think, uh, I think this is, it, this, this weird, uh, you know, this, these weird things, these weird occurrences, I think they've really been around for ever since the beginning of time. It's just that uh, those behind the scenes don't want us to know the truth about them because right away, we, you know, many people would be able to put it together with the Bible and understand that the Bible's true. Um, once you understand there are fallen angels that, you know, have contact with people on the earth and so forth, so... Um, anybody well, else? Yeah. Well, yeah. the book of Enoch, you know, uh, mentions a lot about that. Uh, the fallen angels, the watchers, who were once good but then turned evil because they did all sleep with women who became, like you said, who became giants and gave man technologies to give weapons. So I believe that's. I mean, I always thought about them as demons. Like everything we see, these light things from going and. You know, what we call them aliens or UFOs. I was seeing them as demons. But uh, maybe I heard you wrong, but like a couple times in the Bible, that light was a voice from God. Is, mm. is, so is it, are they like bad, are they all demons or are there like spiritual angels that are from, who sent from God? Because I always thought about them as, as like oh, oh, always bad. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think it depends who's flying these things, you know, whether they're good. I think the good angels and the bad angels have the same technology. Um, so I think in, 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 the, in, in the case of Ezekiel, he saw good angels using these, uh, you know, UFOs, um, or spacecraft, whatever you want to call them. But so I think, uh, I guess to answer your question, if you see one of these, we don't really know. You don't really know if it's good or bad unless they come out and talk to you and say something, and you you would know. But, um, but I, I do think, uh, you know, being that there is there there are the watchers like you're saying that the book of Daniel talks about. We won't talk about them today, but I think maybe next week. I can't remember. Um, or no, I think we already talked about them a little bit. But yeah, there are angels. Their job is to uh, watch what's going on. Their job is to watch what's going on on the earth, and um, and uh, some of those angels went bad, like like you mentioned, and decided to come down and intermix with humans. Um, but yeah, the uh, the book of Enoch, it actually describes them landing on a mountain, and I think there were what was there, like three hundred of them, if I remember right. I don't know if. It was that, does that yeah, sound right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, 300 fallen angels landed on a mountain and they actually taught, they taught humans uh, how, to use, how to do witchcraft and how to tap into demonic powers and, and things like that. So, yeah. Anybody else? Did that, did that answer your question? Yeah, well, kind of, but I, I, get, I get you. Yeah, I get you. There's, a, there's fallen angels and good angels. But at the at the same time, when the, I believe in the Bible, I'm not exactly sure. When you hear if it's it's if it's an angel, you gotta question it because if an angel and not God come and talk to you with the word, you gotta question that because most of the time it's 
it's God. You can hear the voice of God. Or is that correct? Because in Islam, an angel came to talk to uh, Muhammad. Right. So, so I mean... I mean, I yeah. trust the voice of God more than an angel. You know, you know what I'm trying to say, or right. I, so you're saying that one of these beings could come down and talk to you and be and trying to exactly. deceive you, yeah, right? Right, right? And, right, and act like they're from God, right? Right. right? I totally agree, and I, I think, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, you have to test the spirits uh, and even the angels. Uh, well, the uh, there's a scripture that talks about the women. Having uh, the veil over her, the veil of Christ over her to protect her from the fallen angels. This message was a blessing to you. If so, please like, share, and leave your comments below. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, my friends, stay in His Word every single day so that you can be a Christian overcomer.